All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. On this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, we discuss the Clippers officially being eliminated from the playoffs and the super strong possibility that King James will be in Los Angeles next year. The 76ers have clinched a playoff berth behind my pick for Rookie of the Year, Ben Simmons. Drew has a drunken moment at the Palm Restaurant Los Angeles with one certain ESPN sportscaster and the return of OJ Mayo. On this edition of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, Drew, kick our theme music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Gluty Us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard something like this before. Like this before. Like this before. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It is your two favorite podcasters. Yep. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew, mm-hmm. the follow-through podcast, bringing you that heat for your ears. That's right. Episode 29, who you got, Drew? Episode I'm, I'm really, 29. I'm really curious. I'm curious. Yeah, so 29 is a good number. Not a lot. Uh, Purvis Ellison. Do you oh, that? never nervous Purvis, former number one pick. Shut the fuck up. He was 29. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike Wilkes. Don't know Mike. Don't know Mike either. No. But we have a return to the 1949 Fort Wayne Pistons, as you might remember from episode 28, Dick Tripto. Crypto, Dick Tripto? And then you got Leo Mogus. Wait, 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 wait. Crypto, Dick Tripto? Yeah. Was 28 it and was, 29? No. Leo Mogus. Oh, Leo Mogus. Okay. It is 29. It's from the same team on the same as team Crypto, Dick Tripto. In the same year. Apparently, they ran out of like regular numbers and they just wanted to go high, high 20s for some reason for everybody on the team. It's actually Paul Silas's uh, podcast. Seriously, he was better. He was he was he wore it longer. He was a hell of a player. Paul Silas. Seriously, Drew. Congratulations. I think the Never Nervous Purvis podcast. I mean, that just has a great ring to it. But hey, dude, it's your world. You make the call, bro. Paul Silas was the guy. Okay. Purvis. Purvis. I mean, he he got he got the he was hon- the number one pick, bro. He got the honorable mention. Paul yeah. Silas, I think, is in the Hall of Fame though. He he is. Yeah. He is. So there we and go. Purvis Ellison fucking sucked in the NBA. <laughs> so there, there we go. There was definitely something nervous about him in the NBA. That's that's why Paul <laughs> Silas gets the nod today. Episode hey, so 29. Episode, episode 29, the Paul Silas episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, got a, we got a lot of stuff going on right now, Drew. We're almost in the playoffs, but first, I want to start off with something, though. Okay. Because our party comes, our party is this week. We've been pushing this shit for a while. Two days away. Two days away, April 11th. I think we're going to have a really good turnout, too. People you think been, so? Well, at first I thought we would have three, three people. 
Um, That's good. We might possibly have four. Four is no. good. Four is better. Four is better than three. There's literally either going to be four people or four hundred, and I really don't care. I hope everybody comes out. But I'm changing. I'm changing the format of the party, Drew. Oh, well, because I got. I got. I was at the hospital today. Yeah. And uh, for those that follow us and follow me, you know that I've had a uh, a broken finger since October 28th. Yep. I had surgery, um, and they told me today that I'm going to need surgery again. So this is going to be round two fundraiser for Clips Finger. So bring money, <laughs> okay? Bring money because I need another surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be opening up some uh, some donations online. There will be a tip jar. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so our party's the eleventh. It's our collab with Soul Science. We got our shoe fragrance coming out. Uh, the two worst teams in LA are going to be playing. Drew's favorite team, my favorite team, the <laughs> that's Clippers. Right. That's right. Um, Clippers. T- you know, yesterday were eliminated from the playoffs. We don't have a shot at the playoffs this nope. year, Drew. Nope, you guys, you, you, you had a good fight. You fought the good fight this year. From what we had, let's yeah. be honest, yeah. dude. For what we had, we did pretty fucking well. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm not, I'm not upset. Um, we knew the Lakers weren't going to make it in a couple weeks ago. That's right. Um, so basically, at our party, we're going to be watching two really bad teams play. Yeah, but it's just the it's just the fact that it's going to be fun, and we want everybody everybody there to yeah. watch. Yeah, this is the Cancun show now. <laughs> it's going to be like who who's going to Cancun first? Who gets who gets the plane tickets first? Um, the best part of it is watching the game while drinking beers and 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 vodka makes the game a lot better. Yeah, so absolutely. And, and we're gonna have ha- we got happy hour deals. We have our own custom drinks coming. We do. We, do. we got, we're gonna have some food passed around. You know, I yeah, think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good time. I'm excited dude. for it. I just hope we make it the whole way through, Drew, because we can't embarrass us in front of our friends, family, and fans. That's true. We got to be on point until about third quarter, fourth quarter ish, and then we can. I'm si- I'm good till about 10 p.m. We can bro. hit the yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a school night, but I'll be good till about 10. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, it should be a good time. <clears throat> speaking about the Clippers and Lakers, um, like I just said, Clippers didn't make the playoffs, but interesting situation, Drew. Mm. The the draft. The draft. Okay. So we're, look, we're looking ahead here. We're skipping ahead to well, the no, next, can, the, for the next involvement uh, for the Lakers and Clippers in in, in basketball. Well, it's going to be the draft. I, the, yeah, we got to start thinking about the right. draft. And then there's things I want to talk about regarding LeBron and how this draft can really in you know impact okay. everything going around. So I want to read somebody. I want to read everybody something. So when the the Clippers getting eliminated from the playoffs, the Clippers' own draft pick is locked in the thirteenth. The 13th spot. Gotcha. It has a 2.2% chance of jumping to the top three. That's not a good percentage. No, that's not. But so that so means there's a shot. There, you're, so you're telling me there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. So the Clippers have a, a definitely locked in at the 13th, okay. but have a 2.2% chance of jumping into the top three. Right. We have a 96% chance of staying in the 13th pick. Right. And a 1.8% chance of falling to the 14th. Either way, that's a lottery pick for the So, Clippers. yeah, you're guaranteed a lottery because you missed the playoffs. In a deep draft. Yeah. Um, Detroit's pick also belongs to the Clip Show. Okay. And that's locked in at the 12th. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a protected pick. So right. Top four protected? Top four. Should the Pistons pick somehow find its way into the top four, it would belong to Detroit. Oh, okay. But... If it drops out of the top four, saying a five to to a thirteen or fourteen, uh-huh. Clippers get that pick too. That's nice. So let's talk about a couple different scenarios here. Okay. It could it could come in that the Clippers have the fourteenth pick mm-hmm. and the fourth pick. Sure. Right. Or they can have the fourth and fifth, or the thirteenth and fourteenth. Right. Depending on if 
where that where that Detroit any football. any number is essentially possible one through fourteen for either of those picks, but the the likelihood is that you're going to be somewhere between five and twelve, and both or both of them are probably going to end up somewhere between five and fourteen, right? With the Clippers taking both of those, right? Exactly. So what I want to bring in is this situation right here because I read an article from Woj saying that. LeBron is likely to come to Los Angeles for either the Clippers or the Lakers. This is Adrian Wojnarowski? Yeah, I read, I read the article on Bleacher Report, huh? which is pretty interesting. I mean, and everybody's been saying L.A. anyways. Philly right. and L.A. This isn't, this isn't uh, out of left field here. This this, has been, no, we're not just making this up. We all know. Anybody that watches I'm basketball. curious as to why Woj is saying this now. Like, he must, he must have heard something. Like, he wouldn't just randomly say this. I know we're kind of in a dry spell as far as news and things goes. And, and, and breaking news and, and headlines. So he may be, he may be searching for something like that, but there must be some reason that he throws this out there at this time. Well, as everybody knows, everybody goes off of what Woj says. That's true. Woj knows. He loves, he loves breaking stories. He does like break, and you know, he might be just saying that for the fuck of it to write something. That's what but, I mean. Yeah. But let's, uh, this is what, uh, this is the scenario I want to bring up. Okay. Okay. If I'm Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. Or if I'm LeBron and the Clippers get, Two of these lottery picks, right? Yeah. And he has the opportunity, because he's unrestricted free agent. He, he can opt in or opt he, out of the He his has contract. a player option. Player option. Right. Uh, meaning that Cleveland can't match whatever contract he gets from anybody else. Like, he can he can go wherever the hell he wants, right? right? Yeah. So, say the Clippers. He, well, no. So, Cleveland could offer him a max deal, right. super max, because right. he's been with them long enough. Uh, but And no one else on, would be able to match that. But he would have to not opt in for his own player option. So he'd have to uh, rescind that, become an unrestricted free agent, and then he could re-sign for a max deal with Cleveland, or he could keep doing this like this one-year uh, pattern that we've seen for the last couple of years. Which which I think uh, that's a good option, too. I, mean, yeah. I, think, I think if you have that option as LeBron or Kevin Durant, right. who could be like, I'm just going to play one year, and then we'll deal, we'll deal with this yeah. every May. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> on a recurring basis. He made $33 million this year. He's like, you know what? Maybe it'll be 35 next year if I do this again. But do you think that, I mean, would it look good for to LeBron, say like, oh, L.A.'s pretty nice. Right. Two lottery picks. Yeah. I could fit in pretty well over there. So the Clippers have DeAndre Jordan as an unrestricted free agent this year as well. So I think if LeBron is looking at them as a contender, right? Because we're assuming at this stage in his career, if he wants to go to the Lakers or to the Clippers, he's choosing them because, A, he wants to move to Los Angeles, and B, he sees some kind of talent in both of those squads, young talent that he could win with in the next, ideally in the next two to three years. Like, you know, maybe maybe not the very first year, but quickly win, right? That's what we're assuming. And if, and uh, totally, and if, Le- if, Le- if, uh, LeBron comes, I'm pretty sure that that keeps DeAndre in house. Right. That, so that would have, so what I'm, what I'm, the reason I'm, I'm saying that is to set up that I think LeBron would want to go to the Clippers if they would be able to retain DeAndre Jordan. Right. Right. So you would, you ideally, the Clippers would, would be able to keep DeAndre and sign him to whatever amount of money that he, that he would feel happy with and then also have LeBron come to play with these picks in tow. Now, if all of that happens, yeah, I, LeBron, I, I would not be upset for him to be excited to go into that situation for the Clippers. That would be very, very intriguing. And he does have a house here. They got We got better got high two. schools for his sons. He has two $20 million houses <laughs> right? in, in L.A. And, you know, I can see his sons playing at Crossroads or playing at Modern Day or playing at, you yeah, know. Yeah, sure. I, I, yeah. Name a school in L.A. that They'll roll out the damn red carpet. 
Or the Clippers don't get don't get LeBron and we just rebuild once again. We're gonna or we can trade up. So we, yeah, the good news for the Clippers is that you have these picks, right? So some somewhere or another, Jerry West working his magic is getting you guys really two lottery picks in a year that's pretty heavily stacked for the first round. So at the very least, if you, regardless of like if LeBron comes or not, or if you guys make a push for Boogie, or if you make a push for Paul George or whoever, you're still going to be. Uh, set up with these young players that you're going to draft that are sh- that should be good NBA players. And don't you think we can probably we might be able to do like what OKC did get a couple of the, maybe get Paul George on that one year deal. You could get, yeah. get Boogie on a one year deal because that's what these guys are doing and like test it out. Right. But it, again, if LeBron comes, I think that just opens the floodgates and everybody will want to come play. Yeah. But I my think, question to you though is uh-huh. with what the Clippers have now yeah. with these draft picks and shit, do you think that we have a better a better uh, situation for LeBron to come to the Clippers instead of the Lakers. Because a lot of people think the Lakers have a better shot too. Well, so like what you're the, – the main difference is that the Lakers are already young and have like those – essentially those two draft picks are what you would call like Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma, right? So we, we drafted those players this year, but LeBron would be coming into a very similar situation having Ingram, Lonzo – uh, Kyle Kuzma and hopefully Julius Randle. He's going to be a free he ain't agent, be there. but we'll see. You know what I mean? Um, he might he might have a similar situ- like re- a reaction that DJ would have. It's like, yo, Julius, we're going to give you you know fifteen million dollars for three years, uh, each year for mm-hmm. three years, so forty five over over three years, and you're going to get to play with LeBron for at least you know. Two seasons, and Julius would be like, you know what? All right, maybe I'll stay <laughs> yeah, right. and I'll, I'll I'll explore that. So here's what I think: I think uh, the Clipper situation having DeAndre Jordan and um, all of those players that you have now, you obviously would you would try and keep as many of the good players that you have, like Patrick Beverly. Hopefully, he comes back from injury, and you would try and hold on to Tobias Harris. I think because he's been your best player for Definitely. the last you know couple months. But but I do I see the sim- the, the situations as being pretty similar, honestly. Um, and I think it's going to kind of depend on what LeBron sees in the, in the pieces already there and possibly who he would be able to bring in with him, uh, as a tandem, uh, free agent to these places. So I, I think it's hard to call. Like if we don't, I don't know if LeBron values Lonzo Ball higher than he does Pat Bev. Right. And I don't know if he thinks, uh, you know, Ingram's going to be uh, better than any of these draft picks that you guys have coming up. Like heaven forbid you guys get someone like Marvin Bagley or something like that. He may identify. Uh, that player to have more talent than Ingram does. I don't know. So. Or he stays in Cleveland. Like, if well, they... so yeah, that, that's the other side. He could stay in Cleveland. He could go to a number of places. Portland's calling him out. Uh, New York Knicks are calling him out. I mean, everyone wants LeBron. So Philly, I, yeah, of course, Philly would be insane. We've already talked about that a couple times. Um, it this whole offseason is really going to be. I think everyone's just going to be holding on, holding their breath. Until he makes a decision, because then the landscape changes or it doesn't. You know what I mean? Because Cleveland also has that Nets pick. They right? do. Cleveland has so, the Nets pick, so they have that. It, so the lottery determines a lot, I think, in this position in the lottery. Right. Mm-hmm. The draft lottery itself, mm-hmm. like where the Clippers picks end up, uh, where Cleveland's pick, the Brooklyn pick that they got, where that ends up, and then really on LeBron's mindset. You know, uh, and nobody like whether it's Woj or whether it's you and me, nobody's going to know. Nobody knows what he's going to want to do when when this season's over. Because I do think 
a lot of how he makes this decision in the offseason is going to be reflected upon how his team does in this right. playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the East is so wide open. Toronto looks good, sure. Boston's out of the picture now. Yep. Uh, so it, it, the East is really wide open, and he's good enough to just Keep put going every, to the finals. Exactly. He's, he's good enough to put this team on his back and, and go to the finals again. And um, and he may just decide to stay. So it, it, it's it's really hard to tell. Um, interesting, um, though, yeah. because I think Philly's going to give them a run for the money. And I want to get into talking about Philly. Okay. All right. Hey, Drew. Yeah, man. We all know you love chicken wings. Man, I love chicken wings. They call me the wing king. They sure do. Where is your favorite place to get chicken wings? Dude, the best wings are down at the Village Inn on Balboa Island in Newport Beach, California, sir. When is happy hour? Dude, happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Go down there, get some appetizers, go get some cocktails, and please try the wings. All right, we are back. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Yep. Episode 29, the boring Paul Silas episode. Even though Paul Silas was good, bro. I still prefer the Never Nervous Purvis podcast, dude. It just has a great ring to it, but whatever, dude. It is what it is. Um, He can take that and start his own podcast. (laughs) I guess he could. Maybe maybe he has one. Sounds like a title. (laughs) Hey, so everybody's been talking about the 76ers. I'm I'm on that bus right now. I'm riding that train. Yeah, man. They're looking good, even Uh, without Embiid. They're not even playing without. Yeah, they're playing without their their star uh, Embiid, Joel. Um, they've won uh, as of right now fourteen games in a row. Crazy. Last time they did that, Allen Iverson was running the show. Yep. Uh, they got fifty wins this year. Sorry, the last time they got fifty wins, Allen yeah. Iverson was on the squad. The last time, right? The last time they they won 50, 14 games in a row. JJ Redick was seven years old, yeah. and the rest of the team wasn't even fucking born yet. Yeah, that's a great that's a great stat. And Drew, they are. Like, literally clicking on every level right now. Ben Simmons is playing out of his mind. Out of his fucking mind. He's had more triple doubles in the last, like... In the, in he's averaging last, one. He's averaging in the last 14. In the, in mm-hmm. the win streak, he's averaging a triple double. Um, he, I think he has 12 or 13 triple doubles on the season now. And Drew, um, easy, easy triple doubles. I mean, he had effortless. The, he had the monster one. Uh, LeBron and he both triple doubled in their, in their last game against each other. LeBron had 44, 11, and 11. And Simmons went for like 27, 15, and 11 or something like that. It was just incredible. Uh, and the Sixers won that game. He's a 6'10 and point guard. I just want to bring up, we, we talked a lot about LeBron just a second ago. But you saw that he he had three free throws to win the game, oh, right? fuck. Did you see that? I did see that. And he and he missed the second one. And granted, it was in and out. It right. was an in and out. Yeah. You know, uh, it was close. But I'm sorry, bro. That's the kind of stuff that makes me. I know I don't want to bring up this subject, but I'm going to do it. I guess don't do it, Drew. Not this. Is, That's the kind don't. of shit that Kobe and Michael would never do. Both of those ice all. Both those guys ice all three of those free throws. 1.9 seconds on the clock. They win the game. They go home, and everyone in the stadium just shut the fuck up, and it's over. But LeBron always has. I guess in my mind, his Achilles heel, if the, if he has one, is those kind of clutch free throw moments, or just free throws in general, because his percentage hasn't been that. Terrific over the course of his uh, career. They said this season, um, and I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna get these numbers possibly wrong, but I know for a fact this. Okay. Is, I know he's shooting 47 percent from the free throw line when the game is uh, within one point. See, 47 percent in this year alone. Yeah, that's bad. That's terrible. That's bad. And that's what I mean. Like, there's there's something about that moment that. That tends Come to on, get brother! Him. Don't don't. It don't tends to get him riled he's up. He's also won a lot of fucking games, Hold Drew. On. I, I'm 
I'm I'm literally just talking about this though. Okay. And and when, right. you, when you frame that, you brought up a, a, that's a ridiculous statistic. It is. And so for someone who's and I still agree he's, he should be considered in the top three who's ever played the game. That is certainly a, a, an area that he's he's not adequate in compared to Michael and Kobe and, and players like that. That's that's a big deal. Now, you know he he had forty four points in that game and was the only reason that they were within three. They points. They were down thirty that game. He worked yeah. his fucking ass off he to did. get him back so, in that and, game. And so I'm I'm framing it with mm-hmm. that because that's incredible what he did right there to almost bring them to win that he was two free throws away from winning the game, right. pretty much single handedly. And so I guess that's those are kind of the 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 one that's the one pitfall that I always have with LeBron. And as Yo, much you as, have many pitfalls with LeBron, you have a lot of pitfalls. We've been we've been in many of arguments about this. Yeah, yeah, but that's <laughs> typically uh, the pitfalls are, are typically when we're comparing him to Michael or Kobe. And in those ways, there's certain ways that he falls short. Just like there's certain ways Kobe and uh, Mike fall short in some of the stuff that LeBron does. You know, uh, like when it comes to rebounds and assists and Things like that. So, I don't know. It's just that's something that 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 I wanted to bring up because in this era where we're constantly debating who's better and who's yeah. not, that's something that should be looked at. Uh, it, it, you're totally right. It should be, and that number is ridiculous. Forty seven percent. That's, 47% that's is outrageous. It is. Again, who's doing these fucking stats? That's a hell of a stat. Jesus. Yeah. Shout out what, to that person. that intern. What eighteen year old intern is getting that shit? Through? Fifteen years. Fifteen years of stats, <laughs> and then he comes up with that one. <laughs> Uh, good for you, buddy. Uh, but so we were talking about Philly. Right. They have won 50 games for the first time since 2001. They're on a heater. Uh, right now they're sitting in the three seed, one full game ahead of Cleveland with only two games left to play in the season. So, uh, if they win one of those games, the three seeds locked. They're in the three and seed. And I think that that is going to be their door to the fucking Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, you if, do? Well, yeah, man. If they can keep you, as long as you don't got to see Cleveland in the second round. Right. You you know you see them in the finals. They have to hold that three so they can play that six. Yeah, and if they go to four and Cleveland goes to five, they're playing in the first round. Right. You know? So, but hold on a sec. So all this like the what ifs are are happening. So I just took kind of a live update. The Thunder right now are beating Miami, okay. uh, who is currently in the sixth seed. Miami's in the sixth seed right now, and but they're tied with uh, Milwaukee. They have the same exact record. But they're, they're only down by one and they're in the fourth quarter. So that's close. The Cavs are only up on the Knicks by six right now. And the Bucks are tied with Orlando. So those three games right now are Determine really, everything. are crazy games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sixers don't play until tomorrow, uh, against the Hawks, which <laughs> should be a win. Right. So if they win that game, the Sixers are the three seed. And obviously if the, if the, if the Cavs lose tonight against the Knicks, uh, Philly would get the can, three can, seed as well. Can the Cavs drop to six and a Philly in the Cavs play? No. Cleveland's pretty much locked into the four seed. Okay. Uh, unless, uh, Indiana wins their next two games mm-hmm. and then, uh, Cleveland loses a game. Did you guys all follow that? That's, that was that's a, just that was a lot to go on. Ridiculous. Anyway. Basically, the point I was trying to make, sorry to interrupt you. No, Drew. that's okay. Go ahead. The point I'm trying to make is if we, if they can avoid seeing Cleveland until the Eastern Conference Finals, I think they they are in the Eastern Conference Finals playing against Cleveland. See, I have a I have a differing viewpoint for that. I want let's hear. I it. I think uh, every team should want to play Cleveland in this first round right now. Why? Why the fuck would you if, say? Because if you're like not going to get Boston, which is just like a, it, it's a wash. It, it's pretty much they're they're letting you win that series. Apparently, they they just shut down everybody. I, do they they <laughs> do they called up my boy from the G League, uh, Kadeem Allen, former point guard of University of Arizona. Love to see him out there. But if he's your starting point guard going into the first round of the that playoffs, ain't happening, bro. I mean, he's a good player, but that's that, that's a drop off. It there. ain't enough. Uh, so if you're not getting Boston, I think you should want Cleveland because 
Number one, LeBron's momentum as he gets closer and closer to the finals and he gets more and more comfortable with uh, each game that goes by, he's getting more and more comfortable with these guys on his team. And I think the best time to get him right now is in this first round. So I think right now, as it stands, most likely it's going to be Cleveland against Indiana in that four and five opening round. And I think Indiana is going to give them all that they want. Uh, and I, ain't, they ain't beating Cleveland, though. I, I they, might. Your, I, oh, they might. They might. I don't, I don't see that happening. I like Indiana. But you, you hear what I mean. Like I yes. think I think as LeBron progresses through the finals and he gets from one round to the next, I think his confidence is going to grow and yeah. and his like that mentality of like I'm just uh, I'm LeBron, I'm the best player on the planet. I'm going to beat you guys. I, I don't care what you do. I think I'm he wakes up saying that, thinking right. that. Right. But I think if you can jump to, on this on this team early right. that doesn't have a lot of playoff experience together. Right. That's an that's an and opportunity. And I feel I, I do agree with you on that. Okay. And this is where where that all comes into play. I like Philadelphia, okay? Yeah. I like them I a lot. Too. Yeah, sure. I don't think the one thing I said today, well shit, Philly's bigger than than Cleveland, and yep. then and then Cleveland goes out and sides Kendrick Perkins, who was playing at the YMCA Kendrick. last last week for a big body um, to to put on Embiid. But this is what you're saying is, if Cleveland and the and the Seventy Sixers get into the Eastern Conference Finals, yes, the difference is the playoff experience, and that's where LeBron shines. Right, they have he has been there before. Exactly, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, that and I think I think the same thing for Toronto. I think. Uh, those two teams in particular should want to play LeBron earlier than later. But I'd have more faith in Toronto taking yeah, out Cleveland in the first round. I would too. I would too. The, the whole absolutely. Indiana thing, I, I understand what you're saying. They can give them a run, but they ain't winning anything, dude. I don't see them winning anything. I, they I had would a really love good to see season. what those odds are. I would, I would, I might, I might pop 20 Seriously? bucks on Indiana on that series. I mean, shit, who knows? All right. Yeah. Now, I just want to bring up Golden State. Yeah. They are not healthy right now. Well, they've also kind of just because of these the, like these injuries that have happened back to back, as we talked about on on multiple episodes, they've kind of slowed everything down now. Uh, they're they're comfortably in the two seed. Right. There's no way like for the last I don't know three weeks they've known that they've kind of just have the two seed on lock. Uh, they're trying their best to not have any more injuries. So they, they literally don't care about these games anymore. They don't, as we've seen with evidence of, of them losing uh, to teams that they should. You know, kick the shit out of him. Now to fl- to flip the table on you though. Okay. If I'm that, who's the eight seed in the West, or who's the seven seed in the West right well, now? Well, so the West is really sticky. It's up for grabs the next two games, right? The West is real sticky. So right give me now. some scenarios on who could see uh, Golden State in the first round. So New Orleans, San Antonio, and Oklahoma City all have the same exact record right now with two games to play. Okay. Forty six and thirty four. They're sitting right now in five, six, and seven. New Orleans, San Antonio, Oklahoma City. Any of those three could see Golden State in the first round. None of them want to see Golden State in the first round, but I think Oklahoma City OKC could beat them. Would have the best opportunity without Steph on the floor to do some damage. Right now, uh, Minnesota is a game back in the eight seed, and they're tied with Denver. So it's not impossible to have either Minnesota or Denver jump into that seven seed, and we see that. So there's literally five teams that that are still up for grabs as to what's what seed they're going to end up with in. New Orleans playing the clip show tonight. Right. Maybe. Everyone's playing in the next 2 mm-hmm. days. I mean the end of the season is on Wednesday the 11th. The night uh, of our party. We're gonna, we're literally going to have I mean our game isn't going to be important to the playoffs uh to the playoff race but all the other games going on during that day are going to be pivotal 
uh, as to if 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 Minnesota or Denver makes these playoffs or any of those other teams that we talked about. Yeah, so. I'd like to do like we're going to do a, a playoff special. Playoff on special. So once Wednesday's over. Uh, we're gonna do our our playoff pick 'em kind of thing. Um, Give me your sleeper in the East right now. Well, I mean, we talked about it. Cleveland, uh, uh, not not Cleveland. Pardon me. Philly is not a sleeper. Not a sleeper. They're not a sleeper now, but they were. Well, it sounds like you're an Indiana fan, though. Is I think Indiana. I honestly over I, Milwaukee. I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana beat. If it comes down to it, I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana beats whoever they play in the first round, and whether that be Cleveland or Philly. Um, and then obviously, it Washington is in the eight seed. And they are still a good team. Like John Wall's getting back. Like it's easy to forget about them. They're they're locked into the playoffs. Um, they're still they're one game behind the six and seven seed, so they could still jump up. And if you're Washington, Washington, you want that seven to play Boston. Everyone wants the seven. everybody wants everyone seven wants right the seven now. seed right now to get yeah. that get that dub underneath you and hopefully sweep Boston in, in four games and have some time to rest and, and recoup for the for the next round. As much as I we want to call them sleepers, Philadelphia, I guess, could be the sleeper because they've never been there, but they're in the three seed. And Washington, a team that's been there for the last five it years, has done shit. is in the eight seed right. and, and technically could you know you could qualify them as a sleeper at this point. So I would say Washington has some damage up their sleeve, and I think Indiana could do some stuff. This my year. my sleeper in the West right now is is Utah, and if I'm if I okay. am Houston, okay, I I literally don't want to see. I don't Utah, want to see Utah. So Utah's in the four seed right now. Right. Uh, they they beat uh, my old Lakers, uh, my my young Lakers. <laughs> my old Lakers. <laughs> uh, yesterday I was I your oldest player is twenty two, bro. <laughs> I attended the game. No, Brooke Lopez is out there. Um, oh, we're gonna talk about your game too, bro. Yeah, that I was attended fun. the Next game. Segment. It was cool. And I want to I, I want to talk about Utah being that fourth seed right now with the rookie Donovan Mitchell because some some shade was thrown yesterday regarding the rookie of the year shit, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of want I want to talk to you about that. Okay. Let's take a second to talk about one of our best sponsors, Gold Net Basketball. Gold Net Basketball. You have seen the hats, you've seen the shirts, you've seen the arm sleeves, you've seen Clips and Drew rocking it at all times. Now it's your turn. It's your time to go get whatever you'd like from Gold Net Basketball. Go to goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Use our code Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. You get 15% off plus free shipping. It's the Gold Net Standard. Head on over there, goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Type in Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. Tell them we sent you. All right, we are back. Mm-hmm. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Uh, troll of the century right now. Troll of the year, at least. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid. Throwing oh. shade everywhere, like he, an umbrella, bro. He's the, be- he's the best social social media star that we have in all the sports. He's, he's by far the funniest and the quickest to so shoot fast. some shots. Do you think he has somebody like working on that for him? Just, just like, yo, you're on the payroll to talk shit to troll everybody on. Twitter. I don't think so. I think he enjoys doing it. I think it's something that he finds that he's good at because he's clearly pretty good at it. And I think it's something that he that he prides himself in being able to do that. Plus, I mean, we we keep forgetting he's what is he 23 years old? He's like, a young buck. All these kids are on their phones like that um, all the time, you know. Well, yeah. he trolled Russ pretty hard this year, uh-huh. which we thought was the best one. Yeah. And then last night, um, after Donovan, after they clinched basically the playoffs. Yep. Donovan Mitchell tweets out uh, a, a, a picture of himself. A picture of himself, and it said, "Insert hate here." Uh huh. And Joel Embiid hopped on that shit quick. Immediately. And what did he say? Joel immediately. Uh, immediately? Immediately. I love it. Joel immediately it. said, um, you can't dunk on me and you can't guard me. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass, he said to him. I hope they're homies because 
I mean, that's some real shade. Or do you think it's because, obviously, Joel plays with Ben Simmons, and Ben Simmons is going to be Rookie of the Could Year? Be. Could be that. But, I, Drew, and I know we bring this up a lot, but, like, it, this is what people are talking about, so we have to talk about it, dude. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, Ben Simmons is probably going to be Rookie of the Year, but to say that Donovan Mitchell isn't in that same breath yeah. for what he's done as a rookie, leading the Utah Jazz yep. in scoring, mm-hmm. leading them to the playoffs right. in a locked-in position. Yep, they're in the four-seed right now. It's impressive. It is, yeah. He, uh, Donovan Mitchell dropped 28 points last night. Um, at he, the game you were at, which I, I want to talk to you I about. I was, yeah, I was in attendance. Um, he dropped 28 points. Uh, he looks great out there. He pretty much does whatever he wants. His jumper is, is really nice. The one thing, seeing him in person, uh, the fluidity that he has in his jump shot, even from three, is just really nice. Like... Um, he is averaging 20 points, uh, a little under four rebounds and four assists per game. Uh, he's the, he's going to be the first rookie to lead his team in scoring for a significant amount of time. I can't remember the last rookie to do that. LeBron. And he's, he's like literally brought the resurgence to Utah in a year that everyone, every Utah fan was fucking bummed out about. Yeah, who is Donovan Mitchell? Losing Gordon Hayward. <laughs> right. They were butting. And then they got this guy immediately saying, dude, we're, there's nothing wrong. We got this. I'm going to take you guys to the playoffs again. Um, and they're in a higher seed than I think they were last time Gordon Hayward played. Um, so it's impressive. Ben Simmons, though, he pulled a LeBron move. He said that he would vote for himself. Of course. For Rookie of the Year, 100%. Uh, almost the exact same words that LeBron said about himself for MVP. Of course. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch. Uh, I still believe that what Ben Simmons is doing is more impressive. Uh, he's averaging 18 or 16 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists per game. Which is huge. Uh, and he has his team in a three seed uh, where he's been, you know, he's, he was injured a little bit this year, but... Most of the year he's played, and he's had to deal with Joel being in and out of the lineup a bunch, and uh, the whole Fultz, the whole Fultz, Markel Fultz yeah. saga. Uh, that really, he's just kind of, he's just been the rock. He's but, been very, very steady for them, game in and game out. Um, but Simmons haters, Drew, are going to say, "Well, it's the second year in the NBA, you right? Know, you get to adjust," which is true. It's very true. My whole point is saying this: there is not a clear above the rest. Uh, rookie of the Year selection. Donovan Mitchell is going to get votes. Jason yes. Tatum will get votes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as they should. As they should. Okay. Yeah, and I just so Ben Simmons is very, very impressive. Um, Donovan Mitchell is very, very impressive. So voting for either of them makes sense. Could they pull a, a, a Grant Hill, Jason right. Kidd, Co? Everyone's talking about that. Are now. they? I yeah. That well, maybe not everybody, but I've seen that that subject broached twice since those guys were in the Hall of Fame, announced in the Hall of Fame together. And they were the last guys to share rookie of the oh, year. Yeah, it's not it's not completely out of line to go that route, and it would I don't think anyone would be upset that you know because as long as they get the accolade, mm-hmm. you know Ben Simmons should be happy with it. Donovan Mitchell I'm sure would be happy with it uh, with receiving the award. But I do I think I mean in my mind what Ben Simmons is doing uh, every night is is a little bit more impressive Agreed. to me. Twelve triple doubles I think at this point that's just that's pretty. That's pretty fantastic. Fucking impressive. Yeah, but yeah, no, they're both they're both really good. And Joel Embiid is just the best, honestly. Like, I hope, dude. These Twitter moments are great. Like, I just hope that he he continues to play for as long as possible. This, this I want to see him back to shit up too, dude. In, yeah, this season, so that we can keep getting more tweets at, at every round they advance. And, I want to see playoff Embiid, dude. Yeah. I want to see like I want to see what he brings to the table, right? Like, Right. For real. I want to see you seven games in a row. Uh-huh. You know, or the next or twenty one games. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to see all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, 
you were you were talking about you got to see Donovan at the game though, and and I, I, we have to talk about this, Drew, because yeah. you had you had a couple uh, drunken Drew moments at the game. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, we did the Laker game right. Um, I shout out to my dad. He he bought us some really dope tickets for my brother and I, and uh, we got to see the Lakers lose pretty substantially to the Utah Jazz. But I think every game you've gone to this year, you, you've lost. No, no, that's wrong. I went. To, we won. We beat Dallas, which oh, okay. is like, I mean, that's huge. I, yeah, it was a win. We won by ten. We got free tacos. Uh, it was a big deal. Um, and so, but this game was fun. We we got out there, um, and yeah, we had some drinks. My brother, my dad, and I. We all we all love a beverage from time to time. A libation, as they, yeah, as they like to say. Exactly. And um, yeah, we were we were really nice seats, real close to the court. Great great vantage point. We sat uh, we sat right behind. James Goldstein. Goldstein. I always get his name wrong. Yes. But he's got to be the flyest 80-something-year-old on the planet. He still gets trimmed, dog. Bro, he is fly as fuck He's out there. only around the baddest models on the planet yeah, every man. day. And he's just a baller. So that was cool to be uh, seeing him. He was... He stands up all the time. Like and during, I'm pretty sure during the shoot round, he was like on the court. Yeah, he like has he, that real season pass. He, he left. He left no space between the baseline and where he was standing. <laughs> I remember I've seen him do a, a Clipper game, uh-huh. a day Clipper game, and yeah. then be at the Garden for the night game. Yeah, man, he goes. He goes everywhere. He'll he'll be all over the playoffs as usual. <laughs> every season, he's always at every playoff <laughs> game. Somehow, he just gets there, um, which was cool. My our, our boy Mike Rappaport was at the game too. Shout out to the Dust Brothers. Uh, shout to the Dust Brothers. Rap was sitting with uh, Devontae Graham, which was cool. I wonder if they're going to be doing something, but uh, that was cool to see Devontae Graham at the game. Uh, future NBA player. I would imagine he's probably going to go in, at least in this draft. He'll definitely be drafted by somebody. Um, so it was cool to see him. The rap's tied with Donovan Mitchell and Jonas uh, Jarebko. Uh, Jarebko. So yep. that's probably why he was at the he game. Had, yeah, he had right. both of them on the podcast. Uh, Eddie Murphy was at the game. You said he was with a baddie too. Eddie Murphy was with he 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 knows how to show up to a Laker game, especially a game that doesn't matter. Showed up just as the second quarter was getting underway. Fashionably late, sitting dead center, pretty much dead center uh, courtside. Uh, yeah, and his his date was uh, very good looking. Um, Hopefully, it wasn't so a trainee like that. Good last for, one yeah, I mean, you never know. You never, never know. Never know now. Technology, technology, man. <laughs> it's twenty eighteen. Uh, Check the Adams apple, from, people. Yeah, from all I could see, her hands were the appropriate size, um, and she looked every bit of the part. Um, so that was cool. Johnny Drama was there. I said, I said, what up to Johnny Drama? Matt Dillon, uh, the guy who played the character Johnny Drama on uh, Entourage. So that was cool. The game was fun. We were competitive. Pretty much until about the third quarter, and that's when Utah really started to step it up. And Josh Hart had a great game. I love this kid, Josh Hart. He, he plays about as hard as you want, and he's a, he's a good player. And I, I think uh, he's a winner, which is something you know that you can only hope to get in in like the late first, second round. A, a good player that that has a winning mentality and is going to hustle. And he dropped twenty five last night. It was great to see him do well. Um, but yeah, the game was a little out of hand going into the fourth quarter. So we had a reservation at the Palm. Wait, the game was out of hand, or you were out of hand? The game was out of hand. Okay. We, I was perfect. I was at the perfect level. Uh, probably four beers in, mm-hmm. something like that, and a shot of tequila for sure. Uh, but yeah, we had we had a nice dinner reservation at the Palm. So we just you know you know what we got out of here with five minutes left. The game was already over. We get over to the Palm. We had a great dinner. Uh, as we're leaving. Um, we're standing outside just, just chit-chatting with my dad and my brother, and, and I see Sports Center anchor Stan Verrett walk 
right by us and go into the palm with his lady or whoever he was with. Um, and, you know, I recognized him. I was, so, I, you know, we're, we're two feet from each other. He's walking right by me. And I just go, yo, Mike, what's good, man? And uh, this was after a couple glasses of wine and a cocktail and the beers that we had. And his name, as I said, is not Mike. His name is Stan Verrett. But he's a class act. He, uh, he You were did, so confident it was Mike, too. Oh, right? I, I had the confidence. I mean, like, the confidence that only that alcohol can give you oh, to yeah. be like, yo, Mike, what's good, man? <laughs> what's good, like, Mikey? How you been, bro? It's been too long. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he, it, he immediately responded with, hey, man, thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot. You know, have a good night. Like, <laughs> And then, uh, I, I don't know, it was probably about a minute and a half later that I looked at my dad. And I was like, his name is not <laughs> his name is not Mike. And uh, his name is Stan Verrett. Uh, so Stan, actually, uh, I, I DM'd him. Did you really? <laughs> I found him on Instagram. I felt so bad about it. I, I DM'd him on Instagram. He doesn't have a big Instagram following. It's more on Twitter. But You slid into his DM. I shot him a DM. I said, dude, I was the random fucking idiot in the Laker jersey outside the palm that called you Mike. Uh, and I feel bad about it. So I just wanted to write him and, and say I'm sorry. And I, I told him I hopefully <laughs> I can have a chance to redeem myself later and buy him a drink and, and call him. Call him Stan, like everyone else, like, sure like his listen. mama intended. You told him to listen to the podcast. No, I didn't. I didn't follow up with the podcast because I feel like that would have been a bad move at that point. But always uh, plug the pod, Drew. Always plug. Yeah, not an apology, not in a drunken apology <laughs> letter. I don't know if you I slid need to into that. his DMs drunk. Yeah, late night apologizing. I love it, and it sucks because he is like literally one of my favorites. I love the Sports Center West Coast with uh, Stan Verrett and Neil Everett. I love those guys, <laughs> and I've been watching him for so long, and I just uh, yeah, one of those moments, you know. Hey, Drew, little tidbit I want to bring up mm. uh, to people that actually still care about this guy. I grew up, like, really loving O.J. Mayo. Uh, oh, he's back. Well, he... Sort of. So, you know... He's back he, from Africa. He's back on his pilgrimage to Africa that he was... Back from. For, yeah, finding himself yeah, or whatever. Right, right. Um, He has... His suspension will be lifted as of this summer from the NBA. For, and it was two years? It was a two-year suspension. Two-year suspension. For his, uh, for his drug issue, for the weed. Smoking the good Smoking stuff. Smoking that shit. Um, he missed out on a whole bunch of money. That contract he really did, here, yeah. Uh, he, he, cho- he chose uh, the herb over that contract. Yeah. Stupidly, and I know he's, he had time to reflect about it in Africa, but uh, he signed with the Puerto Rican team. He did. Which I think is great. I would really like to see OJ Mayo back in the league. I didn't know Puerto Rico had a league. Uh, I'm pr- pretty sure it's a small league. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like the JBA. Uh, yeah, we yeah, kind of like the JBA. I don't know how many players, <laughs> how many NBA players have come from the Puerto Rican. Team. I think there's been one. Uh, uh, who was that one? That really point guard. Good, yeah, what was the, his name? Arroyo. Was it Arroyo? Carlos Arroyo. Is it Carlos? It was. It should be. The chances that his name is Carlos is yeah, probably really good. I think it's Car- he could he could have ball. I think Arroyo was Puerto Rican, and he had he play, he played for like what eight years in the he, league. He played. Like that. He was a good player. We haven't thought about him in a while. Yeah, I think JJ Barea is also Puerto Rican. No, 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 I'm pretty sure he is. No, he was dating Miss Universe. No, J- from Puerto Rico. JJ Barea. Because I remember when during the devastation, I think he flew the Dallas Mavericks jet for aid over to Puerto Rico. I think he's for either way. Uh, can we ask Google? We can. Yeah, let's go ahead. Hey, Google, is J.J. Barea Puerto Rican? On the website Fortune.com, they say, Barea, the NBA's only active Puerto Rican player. Damn it. There it is. Shut up, Google. We have we have confirmation Damn. here again that Drew is right as usual. J.J. Barea, shout out to you. Shout out to Puerto Rico. I hope they could hear Google on this, though. Uh, yeah, it, it, well, it's all right. That's why I'm confirming it for those that okay. that aren't able to all hear right. it. Uh, Google confirmed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude. So so he's gonna be playing 
in Puerto Rico, which is weird that he signed now. I guess they must their season must start probably in the summer, and they must have a summer league or something like that, which is strange or um, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. This is the story, though. I, w- I would like to see him make a comeback. It'd really be nice to see him come back. Well, yeah, we Ricky haven't. Williams seen went through kind of the same thing, if you remember. Ricky, the running back, running Ricky, back. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, kind of went and found himself. And if his passion is still basketball, and that boy could play, man. OJ Mayo was yeah. was really really good, but being yeah. removed from the NBA for two years. Uh, yeah, he's gonna have to focus a lot and, 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 you, and work a lot, right? And and, uh, and you got to prove to these teams that you're not gonna do this shit again. Because think right. if OJ Mayo is on that Milwaukee Bucks team right now, two right. years seasoned, you know, two more years under his belt, yeah. he could be that. They could have that squad right now, and we just really hope that uh, he makes uh, a quick comeback to the NBA. I'd like to see him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can do it. Uh, I'm sure he still has the talent. What he must be close to 30 years old yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. So he's he's only got a couple years left in the tank. But if Brandon Jennings can make a comeback, uh, I'm assuming that OJ Mayo has what it takes to do it as well. We're pushing for you, Juice. Juice. A quick last plug. We got to plug this one more time because our party's on Wednesday. So basically, what we want to say, people, is if you're not at our party. You're failing at life. You are literally <laughs> failing at life. That's funny. It's going to be fun. And if you don't come to the party, at least purchase a bottle of Vesuvius online. Yep. We're going to have that link for you. Support your boys. It's Every shoe every shoe freak should have a bottle of this. Yeah. And if you just listen to the show, just support your boys. If we sell some of these bottles, it keeps it keeps our podcast going. That's you right. You know what I mean? That's right. We are now monetizing. Yeah. You guys should be happy for us. 29 <laughs> episodes in and we're finally monetizing. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. Making moves over here. But if you come to the party, you're going to get a free bottle. That's right. You and will. a sticker. You're going to get a free bottle. And I want to bring time. that up too. What's Sorry, up? Drew. I'm cutting no. you off again. No, it's all right. Dude. That that uh, that ice caramel macchiato's got me on one right now. You got the coffee running through the veins. We're, we're creating these stickers, guys, uh, with our logo on them. That I know we have fans in Ireland and we got some in Canada and all over the United States, all over the U.S. We want to send you these and we want you to put them on your local court. Yeah. So if you if you have a cool spot for them, if you want to support the podcast, shoot us a DM and we'll get those out to you as quick as we can. And we want pictures. Picture it. Tag us. We'll post it on the page. Also, you know, if you love the podcast, just click. Click five star. We got a one star today, Drew. Finally, we got a one star rating. I don't think it was from the same people that have been trolling us. It's a separate one star rating. All it, right, we're doing something. We're then. doing something right. You know, you got to have some haters out there. We got a one star rating. Thank you for listening to the show, Mister One Star, whoever whoever that was. <laughs> That's right. We have 90, 97 reviews right now. That's good. Ninety five of them are five. Star. We need like ten thousand more people. Yeah. So, so subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell give your us mama. Review. We, we, we need all the support we can get, and we appreciate it. So, again, party's on Wednesday. Come on through. Have a brew with Clips and Drew. And if not, we'll see you on Friday for our banger, our playoff podcast, where we're going to run everything down. We're going to tell you everything you need to know, and we're going to make our picks. Yep. We're ghosts. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt Like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like us. I do have something to say So you got to give me